Hi, I'm Michaela Loach. And I'm Rebecca. And this is the Yikes Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Yikes Podcast, the podcast about all the things that make us yikes, from activism to injustice in the world and climate change and what is climate justice and refugee rights and migrant rights and so many other things that I always forget what to say at this point because there's too much that makes us yikes in the world but we want to stop running away from the yikes we want to lean into the yikes and we want to move into action together and that's exactly what this podcast and this episode is actually about about organizing about mobilizing about the different social and yeah the the different roles in social movements that we can take and um and yeah just kind of like lean into more actually because McKenna and I are always going on about like getting active Mm. get mobilizing so we just wanted to like kind of dive more deeply into what that actually means and how you can do that yeah and also we're recording in person for the first time since February of 2020 that's that is genuinely wild and the last episode that we recorded in person before this was the coronavirus and ecofascism episode which is before we realized what that'd mean so we apologize if the sound isn't as like crispy clear amazing mm, fresh as per- as normal <laughs> um but we're still working out how to record again yeah. in person um which is quite fun actually it's nice to just be it's nice to see your face in real life in front of me and no like camera delays and like wi-fi issues oh my gosh um because it's just quite like it's just a very different feel of recording yeah yeah and um, i'm I'm sure it will come across in some way i don't know but i i've I've got really used to doing online everything it's been weird actually recently to do things in person Mm. in any way it's just like oh okay i i can't just mute myself (laughs) Like, yes, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think we've got so used to all these different behaviours. Um, anyway, also, we wanted to just give a wee, like, thanks. And also, um, I guess, I don't know, just, like, a lot of gratitude for the people who've written um, reviews on Apple Podcasts for the podcast. Because it helps mm. also promote the podcast, I think. I don't really understand why, but apparently reviews on Apple Podcasts means a lot. Um, and we read a few of them. And I got really emotional because so they're so... Amazing. Oh my gosh, so, so lovely. Um and there's one that we just wanted to read out, um, which is someone who found it through Apple. So we, I think the podcast ended up on the new and noteworthy section. Maybe it's still there now. Um, but someone wrote, and they cited it, so glad Apple recommended this to me. And they said, um, five stars, of course. Um, this is um, G-O, G-O. Um, genuinely think the productivity episode is the catalyst um, for a life change for me. Big words, but it's true. P.S. I'm 45, so probably not the target demographic, but love what these women have to say. Aww. That's so, so lovely. I think what I, like, I love this so much as well because it's, it's obviously someone who has just happened upon the podcast mm-hmm. and then it's had an impact. I think that's just really yeah. cool. And also, like, as obviously, you know, we we speak to like a certain group of people who are who care and you know all of that but actually like we want this podcast to be for everyone Mm. like this is why we always try to do definitions and that's like we always like want to kind of like yeah go at like a lot of different levels so like for people who've been involved in a lot of these issues but also for people very new to this so like Mm. i don't know it's just like means a lot that for someone who's like not been involved in this like feels like spoken to and that it resonates with them so yeah just really like i don't know just really nice it's and, really really heartwarming yeah. and i love that productivity episode and i think it's something mm. that i is not that i need to listen back to i think to remind yeah. myself of a lot so it's really lovely that that was 
impactful. Um, they're also there. By the way, there is there are literally 160 ratings. I think apart from like 10 of them, <laughs> they're all so nice. <laughs> apart from the, the like one or two that's just like they have nothing to say. Shout out to the one stars. Um, <laughs> but overall, um, overall, you're all really great beans. And mm. we just want to say as well that if you do want to help support this podcast in a way, um, obviously you can talk by the Patreon, but something that you can do that could take like two minutes is giving us a review on Apple Podcasts yeah. and that really helps podcasts reach more people. Yes. So yeah, because we want to keep this uh, podcast as accessible as possible, um, just before we actually like deeper dive into the episode around like activism and social movements, we thought we'd just like quickly like say that, you know, there is a difference between like being active and organizing. And so for example, like being active or showing up to a protest, like using your body to show presence uh, is something than like being on the organizing side of things. Mm -hmm pretty basic actually but so when we when we're going to say like organizing or mobilizing that's like when you take like an active organizing role like um so when you're like i guess also like behind the scenes and doing things to make the event or whatever it is like happen mm. so yeah so when we refer to organizing that's what we're gonna refer to yeah so we, we mean like the behind the scenes stuff, behind the, the scenes stuff this the organized like it just means organizing like yeah. organizing these things to happen whether it's campaigns or protests or mm. all of that stuff so that's kind of what we we mean there um and i hope that, that clarifies a bit what yeah. we're gonna be talking about So I think that, um, I think both of us think this, that we talk a lot about on the podcast about mm -hmm. get involved, get involved, get involved all the Literally time. Literally get involved. Yeah. But maybe we don't explain what that means a bit, mm. or maybe you're listening and thinking, oh, I don't, I can't have a podcast, therefore I can't be involved. Well, this is mm. for you out there. Okay. You don't have to have a podcast. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to have a big platform. No, you don't have to be good at speaking. You no. don't have to be that confident yeah. or you, you don't have to be any one type of person is yes. what we're saying and there's also not like the perfect activist i mean i often and i we both i think have like struggled before with like the term even like activist mm. of like as a label mm -hmm. um just because it does sometimes at least for me i find it sometimes as this like very exclusive club and like you have to like there's like certain criteria almost you have to fulfill uh and then like by calling myself an activist which I guess like you know to the wider world like it would mean that when I am in organizing spaces but it just still feels like it creates barriers where I don't know I quite like the term like active like just like active citizens or outraged uh citizen <laughs> um I think it comes uh Hassan had said that a while ago of like um ordinary and outraged and I really like that because mm. I feel like that's that's why I am um <laughs> But so, yeah, so I think, yeah, just like kind of like wanting to dismantle this like um, superiority, like activists, like exclusively club mm. that kind of like exists maybe. And that's maybe like why people are really scared to get into activism. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people can think this, there's, and I think social media complains this a lot, but mm -hmm. like there's this separation between activists mm -hmm. and followers or normal people or whatever. And I think that can be harmful to movements in, in many ways because you don't have to be one type of person to be an activist. You don't have yeah. to 
and and you shouldn't have to like meet this criteria to be an activist mm. or anything like that at all it is literally just being an active citizen or mm. whatever you want to call it um and actually if we're re- we can't be relying on kind of exceptional individuals or these people to save all of us um because that's just not possible. And what we actually need is as many people as possible to yeah. do their part and play their role. And I think that what I find happens is, or maybe this is very much from like a social media perspective, but people will say like, oh, you're so inspiring. I'm so glad that you're doing mm. this. I'm so proud of what you're doing or whatever. And then I actually don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I understand it comes from a really great place and like, like from a loving place. But what I would rather hear is I'm going to fight too or mm-hmm. how can I help or like, mm. or, or what should I be doing? Um, because what we need is not like a few people who are doing everything and who are overworked and burnt out. We need loads of people doing their, playing their role, doing their bit. And it will look very, very differently. Um, but I think everyone just needs to realize that they, they are powerful and Mm. they are important as well. And it's not just about these kind of individual people. Um, and that kind of links on to the fact that I did a, I actually put a post my story kind of about this recently. And, um, I had loads of people from different parts of the UK specifically just saying that also in their communities, everyone's, everyone in the activist community is in all the same spaces and all really burnt out and all doing all the same jobs. Um, and that it's just quite exhausting. And what we need is more people just to share that burden. Yeah. And it was really interesting to see that that's happening in, in other parts of the UK, as well as I see it happening in Edinburgh as well. Mm. There's a lot of the same people in all the same spaces, doing a lot of the same stuff. And then I think in many ways that makes it more intimidating for other people to join. It's not healthy for anyone. And what we need is as many people as possible taking up their bit and less people doing everything. Yeah, as you said, like it's unhealthy for like both sides because in some mm. way like... And I've definitely felt that before, like when it's always the same people in all spaces, then you kind of like, oh, like, you know, they know everything. And like, I'm like new and I don't want to like step on other people's toes and blah, 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 blah. And all of these like, you know, very valid, but also like you kind of make it up and it like kind of gets you stuck in this like not active, like not active way. Mm. Uh, And you blame it on certain barriers and also other people like it's kind of I think a a deflection on your own part and I you know I take that on for myself as well but um but at the other on the other side like people stay in positions as well because no one else is stepping up Mm -hmm. and I think we need to like me like kind of like meet more in the middle where because sometimes like when when there is an open space and people just step down like other people are kind of like forced to step up Mm -hmm. (laughs) but at the same time it's yeah like that has to come from both sides because both sides it isn't like a like a a healthy way and i think especially in activist spaces in some way we glorify as well this burnt out like Mm. you need to have all of the burden on you which is super real and i really feel that as well because because of the states that we are in in this world like Mm -hmm. it is just so grim that like yeah it does feel like you you can't take a break and you know not enough people are active so you need to do everything but actually like by you like that is also in a way self-destructive so Mm -hmm. it's really it's really hard to find that that middle ground that sweet spot between between us pulling more people in but also you know being able to ask people who are active like take breaks um yeah and I think that's that's what's really hard I find that mm -hmm. hard I definitely realize how much I will still do this and did it a lot more in the past like hold burnout or being overworked is like this badge of honor in activism i was like especially in activism for me yeah yeah i'll be like i'm doing i'm a burnt out 
like heap of a crisp of a person because I'm acting so much mm. or I'm doing so much. And actually that's just not healthy. Mm. And that's what I think, for me, that's a big reason why I think more people need to get involved. Not just because it will mean that we'll get to where we want to get to faster, but it's we'll get to where we want to get to healthier <laughs> as well. And all these people who are currently burnt out hopefully wouldn't be doing as much as they're doing now. Mm. And I do think there's this issue that a lot of people feel like they can't, they can't get involved because they can't do everything. Because they have this idea of like, oh, to be an activist or to do activism, you have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, this is this is the problem. Like, this is the exact problem. Because what we need is everyone doing what they can do. And if we had just had more people doing a little bit, there'd be less people doing everything. I know that's yeah. such a simple concept, but I feel like it's something we need to talk about a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, it's... I feel like this has been coming up a lot recently, maybe also because of like the certain, like the climate emergency just being so visible in the Mm. last few weeks, especially in Western, like wide parts of the world um, where, you know, it's just like hitting home more and more and more for a lot of people uh, who previously have been not aware of the climate crisis, um, which is, which is a problem in itself. But so I think these call outs for like getting active and stuff has been like spiking recently and over over the last few years um for a lot more people than maybe before and i think like when i even like see my friends groups like i think a lot of these like barriers of like oh but i don't know what to do Mm. or like thinking that they are active by like having a big debate at a party and like you know like kind of like giving a speech of how much they care but then actually not getting active and like mobilizing is something that i like feel like I see quite a lot mm. and like it's quite frustrating just mm-hmm. because like I'm like so many people do care and so many people actually like have also so many skills and amazing things to offer and like and in some way undervalue themselves but also like think it's enough to like I don't know give a big speech at a house party and like I'm telling you right now like it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's really it's really not enough and like I know we like we know you care like by caring in your silent way, it's just simply not enough. And, um, and you know, going to protest, for example, as, like, for myself, a white, like, European citizen, able-bodied, and, um, you know, with a lot of also, like, body privileges, um, like, attending a protest in the UK is actually, like, so easy for me. Like, now. It, right now, that is true. We need to pay attention to the yeah. um, policing bill, but anyway, sorry, carry on. No, this is true. Like, with laws changing and stuff, and... But, but even so, but even, 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 with the, yeah, even, yeah, but even yeah. with the laws changing as well, I mean, still, like, the position that you hold yeah, in society exactly. yeah. is, is so much more, you know, so much more easier for me to attend protests here. And I think, therefore, like, when even, like, going to a protest is amazing and it's so necessary and, you know, different people have different also, like, abilities and, obviously, that also causes some people, like, mental stress and stuff. So I don't want to, like, un- like devalue any of that. But actually, like... For example, a lot of times going to a protest is a very easy thing to be anonymous in mm-hmm. rather than like in our own communities. It's a lot harder sometimes to show face and like, you know, to call out the the behaviors that going on in your friends group, in your family, in your direct community where shit is happening. Mm-hmm. And like and you can be acting against that and and still, you know, you you keep keep silent and we keep silent. Um, so I think I also just like wanted to speak on that as like, you need to also, you need to mobilize across all spaces, uh, including your own, uh, comfort zones and especially Mm -hmm. in your own comfort zones. Mm 
Um, yeah, and I think it's realizing, I guess, like where are you having these conversations? Because is it in the places where it's most comfortable? Mm-hmm. So, for example, the kind of house party you're talking about, if that's with a load of people who already are on the same kind of wavelength, is that is that the space? Are are you still showing up in with your family? Are you yeah. still showing up with? in these other spaces where it's maybe in your workplace, I don't know, but places where it's, where it is maybe a bit more difficult to show up to. And also in this, I think we're talking to people who like, it's safe to show up in those spaces. Mm-hmm. We're not saying to anyone to like, no, no, put no. yourself at risk, like at risk of your safety. Um, but I think we also need to acknowledge that there are a lot of people who, who for activism and for mobilizing and for creating change, their safety is at risk all the time and they the still time. have and to, they still do it so and they still more. do it so much more. And so, yeah, we, I think there's a balance of recognizing, recognizing all of that at the same time. But I think I think both of us are quite similar in. I think I flip flop between like, oh, people have stuff going on, like I shouldn't charge them too much. Mainly people that are in my life shouldn't judge them too much for not doing stuff, blah blah. And then being like, fuck's sake, <laughs> like, come on, like. Yeah. Like the bar is so low for mm. people doing stuff to help, and and I know I think I even find it like frustrating in my own life when people I know will be like, "I'm so glad you're doing all this stuff. I'm so yeah. glad," and then they do nothing. Not or not or maybe they do nothing, but they don't they don't organize or they <laughs> they don't like. And it, I think I just find it I find it really frustrating, and I think I find it hard to balance those two things. You know, mm. the the fact that people like do have shit going on. There are barriers that exist, et cetera, et cetera. And this, at the same time, I know a lot of these people could be doing more. But I think that's for me, I find like with people that I don't know, I'm like, I don't know what's happening in your life. Mm-hmm. With the people close around me, I'm like, I know you. <laughs> we literally talk every single day. Like we have so much of the same like social location. We yeah, have yeah. a lot of like, you know, we share a lot of the same experiences. Mm. Um, so why why aren't you not doing more like mm-hmm. i because because i know you care and and i think that's like what's also frustrating like a lot of times because like the people around us like we actually like know so much about them so like you know it's not even i'm like okay like you're interested in this like that let's sit together like let's figure out like you know what skills do you want to offer what skills mm-hmm. do you have to offer like you know what is intimidating let's not go there immediately like let's mm. go to other spaces and i think that's what i meant earlier with like breaking out of our comfort zone because sometimes it's just it's like easier for example also on social media right when you talk to mm-hmm. like as an anonymous person or um you know, when you have like a dedicated platform, it's like, oh, this is my dedicated space for my political views, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like people in their own like bubbles, like this is where actually you can affect change like directly. Mm. And like, and so I don't mean like, yeah, like being unsafe, but like, for example, a lot of close people, like a lot of people that I know, right? Like they'll be shouting up and down the street, like in anonymous spaces, mm. but then like in their close bubble, they will like literally let everything slide. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I don't want to upset anyone. Mm. No, like do upset people. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. and I think at some point, like you need to, we need to also be able, and this is like, you know, when we talk a lot about like privilege and powers, like you need to be, you need to be losing stuff in your life. Mm. Otherwise you're not working for change. Like for those of us that hold a lot of privileges, like, at some point you need to like and i think i see that as disruption because the world mm. as it is now is upheld by a lot of these harmful systems by white supremacy by mm. capitalism by like oppression of the of 
working class people of exploitation all these different things and so if you're not rocking that boat then what are you doing that's what I kind of think like if you're not if you're if you're in spaces where people are saying those things and you just wanted to be comfortable you don't want to upset people then like you're not going to create any change and we're going to end up with the same the world that is now continuing for so long and so that's why like yeah maybe you should upset people like maybe you should make yeah. things a bit more uncomfortable um but also I think I want to kind of circle back to people not people caring but not getting involved in movements Mm. and I do think that there's a huge responsibility that people in movements have for that as well in making and this is why we started this podcast actually to try and make these things more accessible because I do there is a huge responsibility that is held by people in movements themselves for making these spaces really exclusive Mm -hmm. and making them not accessible or open to people like I still I still feel uncomfortable in a lot of movement spaces because there's so much jargon that gets thrown about and like in in chat and in jokes and stuff that I'm like how is how are new people meant to join if Mm. if they're not going to know what's going what's going on if they're not going to understand like the different terminology that's going on if also like if I'm if I'm like quite often like I feel like I don't know enough to be in a lot of these spaces and I feel like I've been in these spaces for quite a long time and I and I probably know more than the average person um we need to have spaces to allow people to feel comfortable going into those spaces and that's where I think we could learn a lot from movements like the Black Panthers where a big part of that movement was education at the start it was like okay you want to join the Black Panthers we're gonna we're gonna teach you this stuff Mm -hmm. so we're not not gonna assume that you know this already we're gonna teach you about black liberation we're gonna teach you about the kind of our values um and I think that that's something that made that our movements have left out or not prioritized enough and something I think we could prioritize more is like is education within our movements as well and not just immediately going outwards if that yeah. if that makes sense yeah yeah and like yeah and creating like community spaces to like also like get to know each other mm. and like to foster community like practice rather than just like i think because like even the black panthers like they did school meals like mm-hmm. you know they were so they're in the community as well in, like, yeah. and, and i think that's like yeah, if activism is always, like, portrayed or social movements are, like, portrayed as this, like, external thing always, mm-hmm. where it's, like, you have to sit in a room and in a meeting for four hours, then, some, like, that's not accessible for everyone, where mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, if it's, if it's like, these things are very, like, necessary and people have to do them, but also having, like, community and, like, you know, like, an open discussion group, like, in the park or something where, like, also, like, people walking past could, like, get, like, you know, like, outreach and all mm-hmm. of these things, like, these are actually things that um, I think could, yeah, could just foster different kinds of community as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the education part that you mentioned is so important because even like when when we talk about like tactics or like what a di- what like what is spokesperson training or outreach even you know like I just said outreach and for me you know I know that because I've been in an active space but when they first talked about it I was like what I remember yeah I remember first going to um meetings and people just using all this lingo that I was like I literally have no clue what the fuck you're talking about yeah, <laughs> like yeah. not a clue um and then it obviously like I got to understand it but and I it's think scary even to it's, ask it's a question so, exactly yeah because you expose yourself of not having been there and I think mm. that's something also like you know I mean, it's kind of like, where have you been? Like, where have we been? But mm. also, like, I'm so glad we're here now. So, like, you know, like... And it's never too late to join the climate, yeah. especially the climate, well, any movement, but it's never too late to join. And I think yeah. that we need to make sure that, that we're saying that openly yes. and publicly. Because, yeah, it's frustrating that people have maybe taken so long to start caring, but I don't want that to put people off from no, caring no, exactly. or acting. Yeah. Like, I... like 
whoever's listening to this if you haven't been involved in organizing like it's never too late Mm. and also I would hope with like deep in my heart that the spaces that you'd walk into you can just ask people like hey what does that mean hey what does outreach mean what does spokesperson training mean that's why we actually renamed us we we, we renamed our spokesperson training so I was explaining a bit more to telling your climate story or like speaking training Mm -hmm. so that because we realized that you just use all this lingo and then people don't come because they don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah. On that note, outreach is basically like reaching out to people who are not already like in the space that you are mm-hmm. in and like trying to like either form coalition or like, uh, yeah, like getting them to come to your meeting, you go to their meeting uh, and yeah, just basically like wanting to like pull more people into the space. Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying this podcast? Um, we really hope that you are. The Yikes podcast um, is able to happen mostly because of the financial support from our wonderful patrons on Patreon. Yeah, I mean, Michaela sounds like a super duper advertising capitalist girl, but actually we're two anti-capitalist babes in a capitalist world. And um, by you supporting like the show, um, it just generally sustains it. It allows us to like pay our guests that uh, now and then come on the show and it allows us to do, you know, much more community work and be able to support different charities and just generally, you know, make this make this thing happen. Yeah. And if you don't know what Patreon is, because I think a lot of people might not know, it is basically a platform that allows you to support creators or podcasts or different kind of groups that you really like um, and you can financially support the, their work directly um, and it kind of stops us having to rely on things like ads which are quite annoying yeah um, <laughs> so on Patreon on the Yikes podcast Patreon there are different um, tiers that you can subscribe to so they start from just £3 a month and then kind of go up from there um, for the £5 a month one you get a bonus episode every single week Um, which is just us chatting about a different thing that's just happened in the news or something personal about our lives. Um, They're much more kind of intimate, those episodes, um, and we really enjoy making them. We do Q&As as well over on the Patreon, and it's just another kind of space that we can interact with you guys. And we really love it, and we're so grateful for our Patreons who have made this show possible up until now. And if you'd like to become someone who supports this podcast, if you have the ability to do that um then you can check out our patreon in the show notes or just go to patreon.com slash the yikes podcast um and you can check out the different tiers there and sign up to support this show we thank you so much for your support so far and we hope that you're enjoying this episode i think so often people can think that the roles are what they see publicly so they'll think okay activists are people who give speeches at rallies or turn up to protests or glue themselves to things or chain themselves to poles or pour fake oil on themselves um all <laughs> of these <laughs> all of these kind of or, or yeah or do all this kind of visible direct action kind of stuff and all that stuff is definitely activism and, and giving speeches activism and communication is activism but there are so many more kind of roles mm. within movements and not all of them require the same skills all of, all of them, like so many of them are really accessible to anyone, like whatever your skills are, whatever your skills aren't are. Um, and a lot of them are less glamorous, I think, than others. But all of them are so, so valuable yeah. and none of them are more valuable than the others. In any, in many ways, like activism is kind of like a body, you know, it has different parts, mm. all of them, 
all of them have functions and kind of all of them need each other to function. I love that you said, this is like where we're different. You think of activism as a body and I think of it as a forest or an ecosystem. <laughs> this, the is medic, the medic, this is the medic. Yeah. This is the crusty. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I mean. <laughs> oh Sorry, I didn't actually mean that. I just, I knew that you'd react yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah, I thought it'd be funny. I, I don't have words. Um, <laughs> No. I don't know if I want to recommend people to, like, look up what Krusty is. No. <laughs> Basically, Boris Johnson called, like, Extinction Rebellion people, like, two, 2019. Yeah, Called yeah. us Krusties for caring for the environment. I mean, it's just become a bit of a meme. It's, to me, it's become a bit of a meme. And yeah, I feel like I'll, and there's like, definitely some truth in it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> definitely. But, um, but, yeah, like, literally, like, you know, I think, like, for example, like, mapping, like, I don't know, some of the skills that you have to offer, like, whether it's, like, social media, whether it's, like, cooking, mm. whether it's, like, um, well-being, like, I don't know, like, if you're very, like, a person, a people's person or whatever, and you're, like, really good in, like, calming people down or holding space mm. for others. Or legal stuff. Legal or financial stuff. stuff finan- or oh, my gosh, financial stuff. Like, yeah, come on. you people, like, you need to, like, come into movement spaces because that's always the role that's being, like... Who can help us with, like, finances? And it's actually such a big part. Like, mm-hmm. you need so much finances for, like, legal stuff and all of these stuff. So, yeah, finance people, please come. Um, <laughs> could never be me. So, um, but also just, yeah, like, you know, people being good with databases. And, like, mm-hmm. li- like there's literally, so or, like, people being able to, like, go fly, po- like, putting up posters in the streets and, yeah, like, speaking to other people. Like, I, I think a lot of times like people can be very like put off by the speaking roles but you need like 10 more people to actually be even able to create a stage like absolutely that also, or like you know? researchers yeah. i think of that so much especially around um the stop cambo campaign mm. for any of what we've done to happen there's been heaps of people researching in the background to make sure that everything we're saying is legit like all the stats are right but also that we have the most impactful things also translating kind of data into Mm. stuff that people actually understand like there are just so many roles that are so important and like anyone who's listening to this you'll have something you can contribute that is valuable and important um you don't have to have like a really specific skill you can just even like when i think of like the xr days like where we were in london um occupying different streets like i mean both of us aren't involved with xr anymore but Mm. like remembering those long days like how exhausted we are and then like someone like bringing us food mm, like mm-hmm. honestly it was such a blessing and i i didn't you know i think of those people like who and they don't get any of the glamour mm-hmm. like they don't get any of you know i mean not any but like barely any of the like kind of like cloud and and i think that's like so much of like actually like the social movements that we should be aiming for it's like it's not for cloud but it's yes. just like for the people around us and like you know, I admire a lot of people who who do arrestable stuff. Like, I think it's amazing if mm-hmm. you can. And if you have those privileges and, like, you're using... You're able to use your body at, you know, different resistance points. But um, it's, that's not, you know, that's not the start and the finish of activism. Mm. And, um, you know, breaking those hierarchies within activism is actually something that we really need to work on as well. Because I definitely used to glorify that type of activism so much and i used to devalue the roles that i would be taking and being like oh it's not valuable enough like i'm not you know at at that point um but actually like that doesn't that's not like you know and i was taught that in activist spaces mm. um but it's actually not useful so yeah mm. no absolutely and i think 
Yeah, what I, I think the main thing I want people to get from this is that whatever you've got is valuable. Whatever you yeah. can do is valuable. Whatever amount of time you have is mm-hmm. valuable. If you're currently not involved at all, like being involved like a tiny bit is a great start. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a, and that will relieve someone else from a bit of the burden. But also the more people that are involved, the quicker we're going to get to the new world that we want to create. Mm-hmm. And the more likely we're going to get there. Because something we've talked about before on the podcast is, is like what, a pay, what we pay attention to grows. And that also means what we pay attention to with our actions grows and it grows faster and it grows even stronger. The more people that we have acting and doing things, like the more change we'll create because change, I think what really frustrates me is when people just say like, oh, things will just get better over Uh, time. As if it's this passive thing that just happens. like, And as if it's like a linear thing. mm, Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, change only happens if we decide to make it happen and if we get involved and if we create that change and become that change. Change isn't a passive thing. Even changing hearts and minds, that's been a direct result of organising. People coming together and changing things. That's how change happens. And we can create that change. We can make it happen faster um, if we actually become part of that. And it is really urgent, not just because of the climate crisis, but all other issues as well that you care about whether it is migrant rights or whether it is racial injustice, the more people that act, the more lives that are protected and saved and that are able to live in dignity. And that is a real thing. And you might not be able to tangibly see it. One thing that we've also talked about before on the podcast is that the nature of our work is that we'll probably not really ever have like, we've won, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. We'll not have like a moment. I mean, getting involved with the court cases may be added that there may be, maybe there'll be something more tangible like within my work. But in general, we're never going to really realize the impact of the work that we're doing but we have to carry on knowing that there is an impact happening i think that's like all of us whether you you, Mm -hmm. what you have to contribute is oh i can put up some posters Mm -hmm. you might not see the fact that someone sees that poster and then joins the movement as well or someone sees that poster and then treats their neighbors differently and Mm -hmm. then has conversations with their neighbors that changes all of them you might not see that but it's happening and it wouldn't have happened if you hadn't put up that poster and that's such a small thing but it has a huge, huge impact. And that's why I want everyone to know that what you can bring is valuable and it is important. And I think it would be one of the saddest things ever if you could only do a small things and you didn't think that would be worth it. So you did nothing at all. Mm. That small thing is worth it and you are worth it and you are important. And I feel like I need to get off my soapbox because oh I'm here like, God, <laughs> making us cry. I'm here with my hand gestures yeah, and you can't see. She's literally like... Full body. She was giving us a speech right yeah, there. Yeah, I was in the pulpit. <laughs> I was preaching. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. But I hope that was like, I hope that has motivated you because I want you all to know that you are valuable and important and necessary. Mm. And the more of us that are doing this stuff, the more change that we can make and the healthier we will be and the better this world will be. And also like the more of us that come to these spaces, the more solutions, the yes. more spaces, like the more like literally like the more people we have in a space, the more just it will be just mm. because of like, like, like justice can never be an add on. So like we need to make just trans like our social movements need to be just in themselves. And like we can't do that if it's only like one group or mm-hmm. one person or one leader, like it needs to be the collective. And yes. So yeah, you are, you're and whoever you are listening as well, kind of watch within what you're saying, Joe. Yeah, your perspectives are also needed. Like the more perspectives that we have in movements, the more representative they will be of our like collective humanity as well, and therefore the better futures we'll be making because there'll be even more people involved. I think that's really beautiful and wonderful. I love that you said that because that's something that I think I don't think about enough of like also why people should be involved. It's not just about 
needing more bodies more or bodies, people's yeah. do things it's also like more minds and more mm. imagination yeah yeah and i think that's something actually that also we should be addressing more in our activist spaces like what you were saying earlier was like the education so like facts and stuff is super important obviously and like language and the way we talk but also like yeah practicing like caring and like our i don't know like doing practical work for our hearts and minds and Mm. like because what you were saying of like we might not have like the win we might not see total liberation for everybody which is heartbreaking and so Mm. grim to actually like you know let that sink in but in in the fight for that like we need we need community to sustain us and Mm. and i think like being being in collective because like caring by yourself can feel really isolating Mm -hmm. and i mean it does do disservice to the people around you because there's actually a study where they looked worldwide at like people like what are their like most important values that they carry and like over 80 percent or something said like benevolence and community and family and blah 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 but then also like over 80 percent said that their neighbors don't think like that Mm. and like I feel like that really shows just like how disconnected we are to each other, but also like how we portray each other, right? And like, and I think a lot of that is, you know, when we see, for example, like this country, we do see a lot of that, but also like we need to be reconnecting with each other again. And like by, by being in movement spaces, also suddenly you're held so much more, like mm-hmm. because we can care together and we can cry together and we can win and we can like celebrate small, like, you know, as small or as big as these wins might be, like, and I think that's something that like I've I've been so grateful for to like have met so many people that like care so deeply and restore my faith in humanity in this world like every single day. Mm. Um, and we, like we met through organizing, yeah. and I cannot express more how important like our friendship is to me. So, in oh my god, being- I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> <Joke>, not that. <laughs> but just like I feel like I spent a lot of my life feeling quite alone in caring about this stuff and then it was only when i joined movements and stuff that i realized that i'm not like i'm not alone none of us are alone in caring this much there are people who care just as much as you do and those people will hold you and they will also affirm you in in caring that much like i think you really affirm me a lot in in realizing and this is something that we talked about in a previous episode that like having that audacity to believe the world as good as it can be is a good Mm. thing and it's not too much and it's not something that you should tone down it's something that you should hold on to Mm. and just having someone there that can like affirm that and hold you in that is so important and that's what i think you will find in movements because there'll be people who also care as much as you do if not more um and also you'll learn so much from them everything that i have learned everything that i talk about in this podcast pretty much no actually every single thing Mm. I have learned from being in community with other people who've been doing this stuff for longer than I have, yep. who know more than I do, who have different perspectives Same. than I have, or from reading books from people who've also been in movements. Like that's and all history. we, yeah, yeah, and through history, because all we, all we are is like an expression of the people who've come before us or who surround us, and mm. all that we can do is continue that kind of generation of of activism and resisting, and that is a community thing, and we need to, to be part of that community is how we'll be stronger in ourselves, but also like how our movements will be stronger and what we communicate will be stronger mm. so i i recommend this to everyone if you're someone whoever you are it's, i would say actually especially if you're someone who talks about social issues online on the platform join a movement because it's a bit bizarre to rep to be representative of a movement if that makes sense if you're not in, there yeah. if you're not in the movement you're not doing the dirty you're not doing the dirty yeah you're not doing the dirty <laughs> <laughs> if you're not like 
if you've never been in that you space, you need to get yeah. your hands dirty. Basically, get it in the ground. Yeah. Get it, you know, do things with your hands as yeah. well as you. And the less glamorous stuff, because also yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I I've said this a lot, but I feel like I find so much more hope when I'm mm. when I'm with other people. So that's what I think has been quite hard about the the um, pandemic has been the fact that we haven't been like as a physically around people but we've still been able to organize online and connect with people all over the world which i think is like amazing and affirming as well in different ways I also want to practically give people ways that they can get involved. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't even know what to do. Where like do how, do, where do I start? You can actually use social media to find to find people and places. So I know that Facebook can be used for terrible groups in the wrong way, but mm. you can also search your area, a issue that you care about and group or something like that. And maybe a group will come up that's about climate justice in your area or something like that. And you can join that and you could even write on that group, hey, I'm looking to organise, like, mm. or maybe you care about food justice and you can search like food sharing or you care about mutual aid and you can search mutual aid. Like try and find something in your local community if you can. You can Google that as well. And also like, because I'm going to be moving soon. So like what I did was, for example, I went on Twitter to look for, because mm. Fridays for Future is actually a thing that like exists in most places. And then I just looked who they follow that's in the local area with like-minded ideas which is most likely that they're going to be following them Mm -hmm. and then so like just like through different groups i found different groups that are like that seem more up my street than Mm -hmm. just fridays for future but um and i like no shade fridays for future no 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 yeah yeah yeah. i I was just looking for a different type of group um so yeah so i found already like five different groups that i've Mm. like now identified you know not even having moved there already so like yeah so maybe even like yeah when you go on like a profile check if they have similar or like linked up profiles or groups yeah yeah we love friends yeah. for future Do you yeah i yeah, know they that's very very amazing i think they get they get like bashed i think by some actors which really annoys me because i'm just yeah. like no they do amazing they're doing work. incredible they do amazing stuff yeah, like, yeah. yeah yeah um and especially that global like how they have populated across the globe yeah it's incredible, incredible. and how yeah, they yeah. organize yeah, like they amazing. are so on it with every yeah. every issue and all over the world um also i guess like you could check with these groups do they have a meeting coming up that i come to a lot mm. of meetings are happening still online so it's really accessible for people to come even if you maybe can't or don't feel comfortable going to like an in-person space yet just see if you can join the meeting or if you can't see that publicly just send them a message and say it's really good like helpful if you say like hey this is who i am these are skills that i have to offer you know if you can you can just say i'm happy to do anything but if Mm -hmm. you do have some skills say that and say like i'd really like to come along like let me know how i can help um you can also say like i'm new or i'm experienced with this or even when you say i would love to learn new skills in this area but i have skills in this so like maybe i could try something new why it's also already offering other skills you know yeah absolutely um and then just go into that space and i think be really honest if you say this is your first time you can say like this is my first time being in a space like this Mm -hmm. and my experience has been that people are so willing to be like really accessible and will explain everything um but it helps if you like say and it's and people will be so happy i hope to have Mm -hmm. you there um yeah so and also even if there's not ones in your local area um loads of places are still organizing online so you could find a group that is maybe like a global solidarity group that's 
like organizing um all around to just maybe have a look at just search an issue that you care about even on instagram facebook twitter mm-hmm. whatever find a group reach out see if you can help and like get stuck in because mm-hmm. that's great even it doesn't have to be a climate group as well yeah, maybe yeah. you want to join your local anti-raids group maybe you want to join your local like food sharing group maybe you want to join your local i don't know community garden there are so many different things you can get involved with um whatever issue you care about there will be people organizing probably in your area if not mm. in your wider area about this issue and your help will be amazing and great and also like thinking of like if you are in a space then thinking of like well what other spaces that are not directly in the topic that i'm maybe like focusing on right now like for example if you're a climate space and uh you could look at like for example what is the like refugee rights groups mm-hmm. in our local area like how can we like build an alliance and coalition and like support each other and like how can we for example as climate more like climate let's say like scientists or something who, who've who been focusing on like just the climate science or something mm. uh, and like how can we learn from this group and like you know like how can we yeah uh, build each other up and support each other and like skill sharing for example is also such an important thing mm. um and yeah like the more so for example in summer a lot of times in Europe, there are climate camps. Um, and that's also, for example, a really great way you could, for example, get involved in um, in that. So, like, maybe check out climate camps across Europe. Yeah, of course. Soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I hope they're actually happening because of... Yeah, true. Um, Senorita Rona. But, um, yeah, just get involved. Yeah. Please get involved. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I'm, like, begging now. But I think the reason we started this podcast... The reason I do... I think both of us do any of the work we do is, is in the hope that other people will get involved and do their yeah. own stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what we want to do is mobilize people to act in their own spaces in their own ways and I think that I would also encourage people yes you can start your own groups and that's like fab but see what's going on already and how you can support and how we can like build coalitions and Mm -hmm. and work together before trying to like do our own thing yeah and also if you do have people in your life who are very active like I'm always very vocal with my friends saying like if you don't know like if you need context like just let me know like so like maybe don't all like flood Michaela's in my inbox <laughs> but um if your friends like maybe reach out to the people in your life and just mm. be like are you willing to like sit down with me and like give me or like mm. you know or, like you could like start a little friends group and be like okay let's let's get it guys like let's mm. let's organize like you know and maybe yeah and like pulling your friends in in it in it as take well take a friend like, with you take yeah. a friend with you like you know not only are you organizing with more people but also like you don't have to do it alone yeah absolutely and i think one one space that is actually quite nice if you kind of maybe you don't have any power to your interest at all is on the yikes patreon there's a discord um that's been made and they have a whole kind of part which is about activism and getting joined in and people are so supportive and will answer like everyone's questions it's a really great community of people um i think that's a really great space if you have if you genuinely have no one in your life that you think would want mm-hmm. to go along with you or anything like that you can find people there but i do think bringing a power with you good. is a great because yeah, not only more people but you'll feel much more comfortable. You can see it's like a fun thing to do it's together. Because yeah, yeah, it yeah. is fun. Like, I think so often, yeah, activism is work in many ways. But also I find it, I find that it fulfills me. Mm, it and sustains I think it's, us. It's, and it's, yeah, it sustains us. And I think it's okay to say that. Like, it doesn't have to be, I don't think all our activism should be work that like rips us apart and destroys mm. us. It can also be sustaining and, and fulfilling. I actually find it really hard sometimes to be friends with people who are not active like mm. i don't like because like also like when you go to some like you know when you like organize a lot like it takes a lot of time so like 
actually like you can also have like friendships friendships obviously shouldn't just be like you know that work because mm-hmm. it's also it is also like it, it does impact your friendships um or can just be really heavy on your soul as well but um like doing these things together just makes it a bit more like light and like enjoyful and yeah like you know going going with friends together um to eat, like a protest or something also like means you practice community and keeping each other safe mm-hmm. so yeah yeah absolutely drag them Drag your friends there. I actually dragged my mum to her pro like. Yeah, to, I dragged my mum as well to a yeah, protest. Yeah. yeah, she like she sent me a picture the other day from like a few years ago. She's like, "Remember when you dragged me there?" And I was like, "I do." <laughs> That's me with like my whole family always <laughs> doing that, but they love it. And like they, my family will listen to the podcast as well, so they're gonna hear this and be like, "Snake." <laughs> but no, no, no they, they they love it, and also like it's meant that. I see, I hope she's okay with me saying this, but I see that my mum has got involved in community, mm. or she always has been, to be honest, involved in community organising, but in ways that might not seem like stereotypically activist, but mm. is she's always been involved and she's got even more involved. And it's really like, I'm, yeah, it's really cool to see and I'm really proud of the but stuff also, that she does. But also this like intergenerational, like learning from each other is something that like, I think needs to be fostered so much more. Mm. And like, I think it's been really wonderful to like, for example, learn, you know, from like, from history um like from like the all of the people who've come before us but then also like you know not creating more barriers between like the kids and like Mm -hmm. the older generation like we have actually so much to learn from each other yeah and like and like not and like it's great that we have like different spaces for different people but like merging them as well is so important absolutely yeah and i I love learning from people from all different yeah like i learned so much from really young activists and so much from really old activists like people have so much to bring and especially the old generations like they've been doing this stuff for so much longer than we have so much longer they've seen they've seen some shit shit going on yeah and they've gone through a lot of stuff and i get reminders a lot like i think i was talking to i think it was actually some of my family members and i was like oh what are we gonna do like we have Boris Johnson in power and we have all the stuff and they were like we thought that when margaret thatcher was in power and we like we lived through that and we organized through that Mm. um and I think they get different perspectives and like yeah. that we can still find hope in the darkest of times sometimes. But, yeah. And being like, you know, organizing for longevity. Like, yeah. And I think that's also why we need more people because we are in this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And yes, honey. we need to, we need to be able to actually do this long time. And if we yeah. all burn out right now, then it's just going to get worse. So. Absolutely. We need to be healthy humans at the end of it. Shout out Jess Malley for, yep. um, always cool. talking about healthy humans in the best yeah. way would recommend listening to her episodes actually i hope this was helpful yeah i hope that we didn't come across too much as trying to drag you all but um because no, it was also for myself it, like, i'm dragging 100%. myself i i all the things that i've criticized in here i am a part of yes and so. i need to drag myself i think this whole podcast is joe and i dragging ourselves maybe we should rename it <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it'd be that accessible but Kayla and joe drag themselves yeah. the podcast um <laughs> I hope that I hope that even one person joins a group in their area just from listening to this. Yes. That'd be great. That's all we want. That's all we want. We love to yeah. hear it. And yeah, we hope that you are all having a fantastic um week or day or whatever. I mean, actually, no, it's going to be a week or day for anyone listening <laughs> to this oh, that yeah. transcends yeah. um the world. Um, but time. and time. Mm. Yeah. Um, and all of you who have been doing so much I hope you get some rest yes yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah you deserve you deserve rest and joy and laughter and all of it and also if you are listening to this and you're thinking 
wow, I'm so burnt out and I'm doing too much. Like, do you ask the people around you if they can take some of that burden yeah. off you? That's something that I have started to do way more in my life. And I found like, yes. wait a minute, actually loads of people are willing to do mm. stuff. Sometimes you just have to say like, hey, I actually can't do all of this. Yeah, like, you deserve you to step away from yeah, absolutely. the things that... And also, I think it's, it's healthier for us and for our movements if we learn to like yeah. make space. I think that when we make space, um, it gets filled. Yes. Um, and sometimes we need to not take up all that space ourselves and realize that other people can take that space. Yeah. So look after yourself. Listen to our rest episode if you want to, <laughs> if you want to be dragged about <laughs> that a bit more. Um, yeah. But listen to the productivity episode if you want to be dragged <laughs> even more. <laughs> Literally, all of these are a drag. <laughs> especially for ourselves rest but we will never rest okay don't don't like put too much emphasis on productivity but then we do the same thing like yeah um anyways anyways um we move we move to better worlds we grow to better worlds we imagine better worlds um but yeah lovely having you listening to us (laughs) but um we'll be back very soon with another episode um, but before that, we need to give our thanks that I almost forgot to do. Um, thank you so much to Philly Moet for doing all the sound magic and editing of this episode. Um, big shout out to Finn all the time because mm. the editing of the music is sick. And I think everyone will agree. Thank you, Finn. You're the best and doing all the behind the scenes things. Um, also, shout out to our patrons who are absolutely legends um, and support our work so much. And are just like amazing supportive beans. It's actually been really lovely since um lockdown's been kind of eased a bit more i've actually been able to meet like quite a few of our patrons in person especially so in london cute. and oh my gosh i literally want to cry every time because you're all like just really really lovely genuine amazing people and the fact that you want to support what we do is just means so much means the absolute world to us yeah. um i've been michaela loach you can find me on instagram and twitter at michaela loach and i'm josephine becker and i'm trees and peace on instagram and josephine becker on twitter um yeah and we'll be back soon with another episode see you then